You're listening to FamCast, the For All Mankind podcast, with your hosts, the competitive spirit, Trey Simpson, our own devil's advocate, Tim Weber, and the hopelessly optimistic, Trevor Jorgensen. This is FamCast. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to FamCast. This is episode 91. We have just finished recording our spoilery Resident Evil Village story discussion. So we thought it was only right to go into a spoiler-free just overall review of the game. Um, Whereas we spent almost a solid hour talking about um, what what the story meant for the series as a whole. Now we're just going to get into how Village was as a game, right? Um, and I, I, that's really all it's going to be. So don't expect any, any story beats or anything like that. We'll keep it very spoiler free. We'll just let you know what we thought of the game. Um, and really if, if you enjoyed seven, you're more than likely going to enjoy village. Uh, Tim, do you want to talk about what makes it similar to, uh, to seven and where it kind of differs a little bit? Yeah. So seven was, um, and we kind of discussed this before seven was almost like an experiment, right? Like they tried something new to see how it went and it went very well. I mean, audience, everybody played it, loved it. And if you're even remotely interested in village, chances are you've played seven. So, you know what I'm talking about? It's a different formula than all the resident evil games, right? It worked very well. And village takes that exact same formula. And really, honestly, what they do is they take the formula from seven and they add the formula from resident evil four into it. And boom, we have what winds up being, personally, a very enjoyable experience. That's why they don't call it Resident Evil 8, because really you take Resident Evil 4 and 7, and it's Resident Evil 11. Oh my god, no. You're right. Look, it's right there on the box. It's right there on the box. (laughs) And then if you take out the V, you just have the I, and then... (laughs) Genius. It is super smart. But, but that's yeah, really what it is, in my opinion. Like that's yeah. that's how it is. In in aesthetic and uh, in gameplay as well, because obviously you've got the the inventory management mm. um, of four, which um, it, it seems kind of divisive. I think some people like it and some people don't. I love it. Um, I mean, it's really just a it's an easy mode Tetris, right? You don't have blocks yeah. falling down; they're just sitting there. You just got to make them fit. Look, nothing's going to ever beat like the OG inventory style, right? That Resident Evil always had, right? I mean, I'm not saying I, I'm not necessarily saying I like it better than that, but when it happened in four, it was super neat because now you're not tied down to only having four items, but you are tied down to how much stuff you can carry as, unless you can make it fit. And when you, when you want to buy this thing, it's like, ah, you can't make it fit. And you're like, moving things around and you're like, got it. It's a great feeling. Like I really, really loved the inventory system in four just because it added more. It just added something extra to the game. Like realistically, that's what it was for me. It just, it added something extra to the, and I know, like you said, it's very diversive. There are some people who just do not like it at all and fair. And you know, the reasons they bring up are probably valid and I don't dismiss that. I just, I had fun. I have fun with it. Yeah. And, and not only the inventory system, but the, just the overall aesthetic of the village, right? Like it's, it, it very much feels like you're in that. I mean, they're, they're very similar in their environments, mm-hmm. right? Very, almost, they're not open world, but they, they have a very open world-esque feel to them, right? Like, you can technically go to places and back travel to places and it's stuff like, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess you could do that in other Resident Evil games, but this is a bit more open. 
Um, you don't ever really get locked out of an area and to, uh, except for a few for certain reasons, right? Um, so it, yes, it very much has that Resident Evil 4 open world, open-esque world vibe. Um, and it just, it fits so well. Like the whole, how they did it, you can, you can tell right off the rip the inspiration they got from Resident Evil 4 straight down to the beginning, like stuff that happens. Sure. Or, or even, uh, think about the, the barricades too. Yep. Uh, bringing back the, the barricading of the, and that was pretty interesting. I, I don't know if I used it as much or how often they were really there, but I, I guess just an interesting addition for, it was an option. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can use it if you want, I guess. Right. And of course we got the merchant, right? Which <laughs> yes. came yeah. back from again, which the dude even makes a reference to yeah. that, which is fantastic. Um, so, and, and they, they, they took what people, cause Resident Evil 4 has gone down as one of the best Resident Evil games of all time. And a lot of people think it is the best Resident Evil game. I mean, nothing's going to be like two, but you know, it, it was that game that brought the series back from this disaster that it was going down. Uh, and so it's just, and it's just a phenomenal game. So I'm happy to see that they didn't just oh, say, okay, we're one and done because you know, they tried to do it with five a little bit. They tried to do it with six, I guess, kind of it, that kind of went to a whole new thing. But it never felt the same. This felt more similar than all the prequels did. Yeah, it's I'm so glad that seven paid off, you know, because they they tried so, so much. They they switched to first person for one, which I think was the biggest thing that kind mm -hmm. of had Resident Evil fans worried, like right from the reveal. Right. Oh, yeah. They're like, this isn't Definitely. this isn't what we know. Um, a completely unknown character. And until you get to the end, you don't. There's no Resident Evil connection really at all, uh, other than Chris popping up at the end briefly. Um, so having uh, having Village um, um, to kind of wrap up or tie tie things in a little more, or at least expand on right. on Seven Story was nice. Um, again, we'll we'll avoid that as much as possible. Right. Um, but it just know that. Um, to speak on the story uh, without spoiling anything, it does. It, it has a nice connection to not only right. Seven but the the overall Resident Evil universe. If if you left Seven with some questions, there's a chance you'll find some answers. Some, and you'll you'll leave Village with a few more. <laughs> yeah, you will. Oh, yeah. Um, now I know Trey, you you've got to play it for a little bit. I know you watched Trevor play it for a good chunk, like in. in we have some pretty similar like ideas on Resident Evil and, and yeah. how we feel about it. How did you feel, at least from what you played and what you've seen from Trevor play? Um, I mean, I thought it was really good, man. I mean, the I feel like the scary level of it was very well done. Um, the puppet house, I mean, just in general. I mean, <laughs> oh, you just mean like scary level, like just in it, as, as a whole. Like yeah, the yeah. The, yeah, the scariness in, in general uh, of the it. game was really, really good, like well done. It kind of kept you on your toes, like at all times, because you just the audio design in the game mm -hmm. on its own, like you could hear footsteps from forever away, but you didn't know where they were, uh, or if it was even like something that was coming at you or you needed to be worried about. Yeah. It could be a chicken like, stomping its feet somewhere, and you'd be like, <laughs> right. oh, What is that? <laughs> right. You know, it's just like it. it captured the essence of what survival horror is and that's just like always being scared and never knowing what's around the corner because this game was very i want to say the word is claustrophobic claustrophobic i don't know yeah. how to say the word 
it's very like all of the all the areas in the game are very like close knit, very right. like corridor, like you don't know what's gonna be around the corner. I I love that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And like and even like survival horror, even past just the scares, one of the things Resident Evil has always done well, and I felt like at least for me a few times, especially towards the end of the game, resource mm. management. And yep. there were plenty of times where I was legit worried like going into the end i legit didn't have enough ammo for things i wanted to be able to use like yeah yeah. that's another aspect of survival horror that a lot of people sometimes tend to forget that it's not just about the scares which by the way there's plenty and you keep tense a lot but yeah the the, the item management is part of that game and they did it super well even with craftables it's still like you're you're thinking god that there's craftables in this game because it's yeah. rough at times and i i assume because i uh tim you played on standard i played on casual and i i'm not sure if this comes into play at all but i left that game having like four hundred and thousand like four hundred thousand dollars like i had I, I don't know. So that's what I'm curious. Like, I, I don't know if you get more money for, for treasures or things cost less on casual or, or what. How many but guns did you so upgrade? Much... <laughs> what did I, you not? I upgraded like... the handgun and the shotgun all the way. Like the regular um, shotgun? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the upgrade... first one you get. Yeah, and then upgraded the, the magnum. Um, all the way? I, the magnum it... all the way? I don't. I, I think, think I only did power. power. So yeah. the things you have to remember, especially the first two guns, because I assume you did the shotgun, you did the pistol, right? Those yep. upgrades yeah. are super cheap. Heck, I had my pistol almost upgraded all the way from like almost like I guess you can say one of the second acts or something, right? Sure. At least until I could. It's the more powerful, better guns that their upgrades become super expensive. Like one of yeah. my upgrades for the gun that I really enjoyed using in the game was like a hundred thousand. By itself. That's what it was for the Magnum. Yeah. yeah. To upgrade so the power was 100,000. I was like, oh my God. It gets to be expensive if you decide to invest. Now, granted, good on you because you did apparently better money management than I did because I saw <laughs> upgrades. I was like, yeah, yeah, I want it. Go, yeah, go. Throw all the money at it. Yeah. I mean, with all the treasures you get, it it makes it. I like it because it, it rewards exploration. The more you explore, yes. the more treasures you find, and the more money you get, which means you can, you can buy upgrades and you can buy. Um, I mean, if, if you really want to, we got into tight spots to where we had to buy ammo. Like we just, we ran out of crafting materials. We needed to buy ammo, which that's the only, that's like my one downside about it is you can buy ammo. I had no problem with you being able to buy. It's the first Resident Evil game. You can buy ammo. Can't do that in any other game. And I had zero problem with people being able to buy crafting, like the crafting recipes makes sense. I wasn't a fan of the buying ammo thing, not to say I didn't use it, but I wasn't, uh, I, I wish it wasn't an option, but oh, well, I still had ammo issues. So I guess, you know, they do it right. You can't buy an infinite amount. Yeah. Um, at least yeah, it's limited. a certain stock. Yeah. 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 It's limited. And I, and I, I recall, I assume they did the health pots the same way where if you buy a health potion, it goes up. Uh, the second one goes, oh, it increases. Interesting. In price. I, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's how know. it is. Um, so we that, never so, got to a point that, I mean, to be, I guess maybe to dive into the the difficulty a little bit. Um, at, s- casual is very casual. You still have all the the, the scares, but man, we, there were moments that I was just getting destroyed. Like I'd get like stuck in a corner or something, and I'd get juggled, and I'm like still in the green or yellow. Like mm. I'm just getting hit after yeah. hit, and I'm like, oh, I don't even need these health potions. So, <laughs> and I I say that just not as a bad thing, but as a good thing. That um, and I know we've talked about accessibility before, but it's nice to be able to go into it. And maybe you're not the best 
you know, survival horror player, mm-hmm. but you can still get through uh, as long as you can survive the the scares. Right. And, and Resident Evil being as big of a franchise as it is, there are people, and we've, like you said, we discussed before that they, yeah, they want to play the game, but they either don't because it's too difficult for them or they're too scared to play it. Right. Yes. Where a difficulty like casual, especially if you're as, I don't want to call you invincible, but it, it, you're clearly hard to kill you're going to have an easier, more fun time because you don't have to worry about it as much um, and you'll still get your story out of it, right? Which is what you're there for without watching somebody on YouTube do a playthrough. Yeah, and it not to say that it didn't come with its challenges because casual for me or casual for me is probably like standard for you. You know what I mean? Like they're probably comparable. Like standard probably wasn't super hard for you. No, 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 no. And where it was probably like, it was probably like the right... it was probably like the the right difficulty for me, right? Um, yeah. And uh, going back to before I forget, going back to the the scare factor that you mentioned, Trey. One mm-hmm. thing I I really appreciated was each it's it's broken down into different zones, right? Yep. It's almost like a like you think about something like Zelda. It's where you go to a new area and there's a there's an end boss. Um, So you go to these different zones that have these different lords and each one has a, like a very specific uh, like horror theme to it. Yeah. um, To where like the first one you're in the, the casual, the the castle with lady uh, uh, Dimitris Dimitris. Um, And it has that, that nemesis vibe to where you're constantly being followed. Right. Um, But then you go to the, the next one at the, the puppet house and it's very like PT like to where it's you're very PT. You're going through dark hallways and you're solving these puzzles to unlock other parts of the house. And it it was just really cool to see different forms of horror, survival horror come into play. Like they mm-hmm. it's almost like a celebration of just the the genre as a whole. Like you get to experience all those different forms. Uh the the third one was definitely the shortest in my opinion. And yeah, absolutely. probably um but still not to say that it wasn't scary but it was, they just had different uh it was it was different it was a call it, i don't want to say like what's a callback because it's it's a callback for towards something absolutely it is but i yeah. don't want to say it because i don't want to spoil anything Correct. But it's definitely yeah, a callback to something um yeah and and you know and overall while we're while we're talking about these zones and the bosses i mean if if i was to say there's a weak spot in the game it was probably the boss fights um yeah there were some that were very good uh, there were, but there were also some that were very memorable. And there's one in particular that I felt was just weird and didn't, it just kind of came out of nowhere. And I was just like, well, what's happening right now? This is, this is, yeah. this, this, this is of all the things that don't fit. This feels like the thing that doesn't fit. Right. And, and I'm not, if it tells you anything, I think the boss fights are probably some of the weakest parts of the game. And the game is still phenomenal in my eyes. So, yes. I mean, that's that, that says something to the, how good the game yeah. overall is. Yep. I I would say I, I, I would definitely agree with you there. I think the 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 first boss fight that we encounter, it it's almost better because that's the the focus that we've seen in like the marketing and everything um, to where that we've kind of been waiting for to, to see how that fight ends up. But the yeah. others were kind of a mystery. Um, and I, I guess I don't want to keep speaking um, in, in vagueness here, so I won't. But I, I definitely know which ones you're talking about when you say which ones are weak, which ones are strong, and which ones are weird. I, yeah. I can pinpoint exactly which ones you're talking about. Absolutely. Um, um, so yeah. Oh, I was going to say, so you, you talked about the, the boss fights. What about the, the enemies? So 
one of the yeah. the bigger complaints of seven is that you got pretty much one enemy three type, types right? yeah. um so what you have different types of molded to a degree but for the most part it, you're just fighting molded so what sure. what did you well, think yeah of... i mean technically you're not wrong <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um so what did you think of what do you think of villages enemies or just uh, combat in general. I, so I think maybe go into both enemies. And I combat. will tell you, um, I guess again, I got to try to do this without spoiling it. I thought the, everyone knows the Lycans are in the game. Um, those guys were tough, man. Like they were jumpy. They were agile. I was not expecting them to be as, as big of a foe as they actually wound up being like, they took me by surprise because it's like, okay, whatever. But no, like they're, a, they, they're, they're aggressive and they are brutal. Yeah. Um, so, like, I honestly, there were, like you said, there's, you, you always have your standard enemies, you know, and each place has a theme and whatnot. But, like, they came, they, they were, if you ask me, they were the most terrifying of the of the standard ones that we've seen. Yeah, I would agree. I they think did just so for well. The, they were very agile. I think that's mm -hmm. what made them a little scarier to where... In past Resident Evil games, you're used to the slow zombies, you know, just kind of chugging along. But these things are, are quick and they're they are out to hurt you. Right. It's yeah, like I think yeah. the AI that they put in those were. Oh, absolutely. 100% agree with you, Trey. The, it's like the Resident Evil 4 villagers on steroids. Like yeah, that's exactly. that's really what it is. They can wield weapons like they could in Resident Evil Four. Some of them have long distance weapons like they did in Resident Evil Four. Like again. There's a lot of callbacks and a lot of ties to RE4, and that's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. Wow. Um, and they did so well, but the, you can tell that they really ramped it up for for what this game is. And I, I think, yeah, I think overall the enemies, I honestly, I don't know of an enemy in the game that I can think of that I was like, I don't like this enemy. Like, I think this, I, there's not a single one I can think of that I thought didn't fit for where it was. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yep. I would agree with that. What about what about combat then? So we we know the enemies feel pretty good. How did yep. combat feel? Um I mean, I thought it felt very good. It felt very much like Resident Evil 7, which I mean, as it should because it's basically the same mm -hmm. thing. The crafting ghost system worked really well. There were several times I would like be in a be in a uh, a bad situation and I found out, oh, I have the materials I can do to craft a pipe bomb. Boom, get me out of that situation. Um so I thought the crafting I thought the combat itself actually felt felt very good the more I think about it because the mechanics for, you know, certain enemies have certain mechanics you have to get around. Yeah. And those mechanics worked very well almost every time. There, I, I can't think of a time where when I knew how to defeat an enemy, I couldn't do that for whatever reason. Yeah. Yep. It's it's very once you understand it, it's if it if it doesn't work, it's your fault. Like you and you know right. it's your fault. It's not. Yeah, I'm with you. Like there. even even the guns themselves kind of have mechanics to them. Like mm -hmm. on the on like each one, not just like okay, point and click. Like if you needed to make space. And when you do heavy damage, you use a shotgun because I'd push right. them back some. Um, and the pistol, I mean, obviously, if you're trying to get you know quick hits, you can run and gun kind of with it. Um, it felt good. It felt really, really good. It felt. I think good. the knife wasn't so prominent. 
No, uh, and the knife has its uses in itself. Like, I, I know you can yeah. definitely use the knife. Uh, I mean, there's actually an achievement for doing a knife run. So, I mean, that's awesome that they applaud that kind of that kind of work. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, I think overall the combat was – it was very it was very fluid. It was very good. It worked in, – and, again, 7, it worked very well too. 7 was great. It, it worked very yeah, well in yeah. 7. So, if it's, if, if, it's not, if it's not as good, it's better than what it was in 7. Yeah. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. It's definitely better than 7. Right. And with we didn't have the the PS5 last time around and I know Tim you didn't play on the the PS5 Correct. uh this this game, but the controller feels really good. Um I mean Traven made the the comment when we were trading off. I I think he tried to use the the sniper for the first time and you've got to like put some serious force on that trigger Dude, to uh awesome. to to zoom in. Yeah. It's it's really cool. That's fantastic. The, between the 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 resistance on the triggers and the the haptics, um, just overall a, a great experience. I I, I can never uh, say enough nice things about the the Dual Sense though. It's it's only going to get better. I want to use. I want to try like a small playthrough. I want to hang out one day up there with the game because I want to try the controller out. On yes. It. Great. Well, I mean, with uh, I've already seen speedrunners uh, get sub three hours, so I mean it. Awesome, jeez. You know it's nice. it. That's always something that's so crazy to me when it comes to Resident Evil. You know, I, I beat it for the first time, or I see Tim or Trey beat it for the first time, and you have playthroughs that are. I, I know mine was around eight hours. Tim, I think yours was around nine. Ten. Ten. Um, ten okay. And the the fact that people whittle that down so much mm-hmm. to where like you just you have everything ingrained in your head to where you can get it mm-hmm. um you can beat this game and basically the the time it takes to watch a, a long movie right and yeah, yeah no absolutely you and, can and beat the, it before you watch Re- or, uh, justice league right yeah <laughs> <laughs> legit you can beat it before you finish justice league and yeah um and, and that's the that's the best part is like yeah i mean the game and i can kind of picture it like going through my head like yeah, i i can see it pretty easily um as long as you know things go proper um but i and of course you know first playthroughs i love to spend my time playing yes. it and going through everything and spending an hour trying to figure out one stupid puzzle when the answer was literally in front of my face um so mm. that that happened that was great people saw that um <laughs> but i felt the i thought the pacing was great i mean i don't have enough good things i can say about how they did it wasn't yeah. perfect i do have my 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 beef with a couple things and again the boss fights being one of them but like what what else just to make sure that i uh to kind of recap it what are your 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 complaint i don't i hate calling them complaints but what what would you see as an opportunity for for village other than the the boss um, so one of the things i always enjoyed about like uh so since they've taken so much from resident evil 4 or are you talking about specifically the boss fights like do you want no like, just no just oh, other village other overall. other than okay one of the things that resident evil 4 did so well and this is the reason i upgraded my pistol like super quickly uh, was because Resident Evil 4 did super well. If you upgraded a weapon all the way, you got, basically, you could buy a special unlock for that in-game. Like, so, you know, there's a pistol oh, cool. that, you know, now it can, it'll shoot through two enemies, you know, at the same time. Or, like, nice. the striker shotgun in Resident Evil 4 gave you a 100-round magazine. Little stuff like that, right? And um, I don't recall any other Resident Evil game doing that. So I was really hoping that this would bring that back. Now... That being said, you do technically unlock something. I don't want to tell people what it is. I mean, sure. I'm sure people yep. can explain it, but you do unlock something for fully upgrading weapons. It's just not in-game necessarily. 
Um, Got it. So and that's something so that I'll have to ask you about because I don't know what that is, and I fully upgraded two weapons, so we'll have to right. chat after this. Yes. Yeah, so, so there is something for that, and that, and it is something, and I, and, and I'm happy they at least did that. Um, yeah. But so that was that was kind of something. Um, everything that's good. I felt like after after a particular area, the other areas were shorter by quite a large margin. Whereas I wish I they, I wish it was, I wish they were a bit bigger. I wish they would have explored them a bit more because a couple of them uh, are really, really crazy. And I would have liked to have seen a bit more or gone yeah. a bit more. Yep. Um, I understand. Yep. Completely. Uh, yeah. There's um like, uh, and again, not to spoil anything for anybody. I felt like as terrifying as the puppet house is that we've discussed it could have been more and it could have done a few things that I knew instantly that could have made it even more terrifying. And we can discuss these things and we will already probably have, yeah. um, but there that's, that would be my other gripe is I felt like after the initial first couple places, the rest of it was all fun and great and beautiful and well done. Yes. I just wish they were bigger. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the, the sign of a, uh, that this is a, a great game is that you just want more of it. I just want, more. you know, like that's pretty much the, your, the, the opportunities. I just want more. <laughs> yep. And I, I, I think I, I almost remember hearing reports that some stuff got cut. I, that could, I oh, did. I, I read it something about that. Surprising. Did you? Okay. Um, and really the, the last part I can think of just for this overall review, cause I, I think it's only fair to include this in the, in the review. And Tim, you're the only one that talked about or that has played it, so I think you're the only one that can answer it. What are your thoughts on the mercenaries mode? Ah, uh, fantastic! Actually, they took what I love about the mercenaries mode. Now, it it could have been done a little bit differently, and I get some of the gripes that people have for it. There's some gripes for it, and rightfully so, because it does feel a bit different. Um, that being said, I thought the way it is now, because, and this is maybe the roguelike fan in me, like because I do like my roguelikes. It has a very big roguelike feel because, for example, uh, the first stage, okay, technically there are three areas to the first stage. And how it works is you go in, you have, you can buy something from Duke at the beginning, do whatever, and go, right? And then yeah. you hit the first stage. You get money. There are blue orbs that give you abilities and gold orbs that extend your time. The more time you have at the end... Um, and the more money you find by killing enemies and stuff like that, and the bigger combo change you get, the bigger your score. Okay. Yeah. So stage one, boom, complete. Go into stage two. You get to keep all of the money you found. You get to keep the abilities you found that roll over to the next stage, and you can buy upgrades for your weapons or do whatever to go and help you beat the second stage. So cool. then you go. So and so every run can be different because you can get different abilities. The orbs yeah. have several different abilities, so not every run's going to be the same by any means. Um, yeah. And then if you if you rank high enough, not only do you start off with more starting cash your next time through, um, but you can also unlock a per, an ability that now can show up in the orbs that didn't show up prior. Oh, right. Cool. So so they just they've taken what the mercenaries was and they tweaked it. And and again, I get the gripes that people might have about it. Um, Such as that they prefer a okay. This is a stage. This is where it is. There's no levels to it. There's no necessarily abilities. It's you're here. Go kill and and do as well as you can in this one area for as long as Got you it. can before the timer runs out. 
because they just want it more simple. Yeah, some people want more simple. They just... want it more simple, like the other ones were, and I get it because like Resident Evil Four is the same way. Like you just keep going until your time runs out. Like you just keep sure. going, keep going, keep going, and you know this is more separated in the stages. Uh, the a couple of reasons I like it. One, it, a lot of times it feels shorter. Um, some of those mercenary modes, like you'll, ha- you, I mean, it can take a whole long, like you can be in there for 20 minutes. I never felt like that in this, right? Yeah. Especially when you get the stages down and you know where to go, how to get, that was the other part I really enjoyed is sitting there, not only trying to figure out what worked best for me, but knowing the layout, like I streamed it for three hours and if anybody watched and paid attention to me, 90% of the time I was just talking about, okay, the first runs are going to be finding the layout, finding the best route to go to kill the enemies, to string the enemies along to get the best score. I love stupid little things like that. It makes me feel like, because I'm I'm learning, I'm accomplishing things, right? So that's what it's always about. It's always a learning experience. Um, So overall, I think the Mercenaries is fantastic. It is different, but I don't think it's different in a negative way per se. I think it's just different. Um, It's not necessarily going to be for everybody. But if you're open to it, you will enjoy. Trey would love it. I know Trey would love it because he's he's a roguelike person. I, oh, it's, yeah, let me some roguelikes. It's, it's it's literally a Resident Evil roguelike. Like that's fantastic. <laughs> right, that's awesome. Oh well, I we're right at the right about uh, to get to the uh, thirty minute mark. So in, yep. any other final comments on just a, an overall review uh, of Resident Evil Village before we wrap it up? Um, I mean, would you, would you recommend this game, Tim? Uh, I absolutely <laughs> would recommend this game. I think I had a ton of fears going into the game and, and I, and I said them several times leading up to it. Right. And yeah. after playing it, I can assure you, they, I cannot be more excited for what they do for this franchise in the future because they have set it up so well. I am so, I, I'm so happy with Capcom and what they've done. I, this game gave me a ton of emotions high and it, it's just Hats off to you, Capcom. I'm super proud to be a big supporter and fan of what you've made so far. Love it. What about you, Trey? Yeah, I would recommend it. Um, just for, um, like how we were saying, even if you're just casual and you want to learn how to, or you want to you know, just know the story about it, just play through it on casual. It's a great story. Uh, it's fun to play through. You know, you're a walking tank, so it doesn't really matter. Um, it's it's a good time, definitely. Um uh, when I, I, like I said, I'm playing on on hardcore, so it you know gives me more of that survival horror feel. So I I absolutely love it. Um, I'm looking forward to what happens next. That's all I'll say. Um, yeah. That ending, man. That's all I'll say. Yeah. That ending. I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing Tim uh, do some knife only runs or some uh, what is it, Legend of Shadows runs. Well, I'm working on Village of Shadows right now. I got to the Village castle, so I'm, I'm working on Village of oh, Shadows cool. right now. Very cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how, how these runs go. Yeah. It'll be fun. Uh, with that, appreciate everyone tuning in for our uh, kind of our open discussion review of Resident Evil Village. Definitely, re- uh, I think all three of us can highly recommend it. So if fam you're a fan recommend. of, uh, yeah, a fam recommended game. Uh, so if you haven't checked it out, be sure to do so already. I think the, I don't know if the demo's still out or not, so you might be out of luck. Um, but uh, definitely uh, pick it up if uh, if the demo's not there. I mean, it's worth worth playing through for sure. Um, and however you're listening to us, whether it's Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, be sure to subscribe to us so you can be notified when our next episode comes out. And 
uh, let us know what you want to hear us talk about next. If you've got any ideas, drop an idea in Discord uh, or just come to hang out. We always like uh, meeting new people and, and talking about um, all things game related. Uh, so until our next episode, hope everyone's staying safe and we'll see you next time. Later, guys. Thanks for listening to FamCast. Be sure to subscribe for the latest episodes and follow us on Twitch, Twitter, and our other socials at For All Mankind.